Greetings and welcome to the Tao and the Force podcast. Today we're going to discuss chapter 2 in the Tao Te Ching. But first, if you have any questions, you can find me on Twitter at the Tao and the Force at the Tao Force and on Facebook at Tao Force. There are 17 lines in chapter 2, uh, we will go one line at a time and discuss. So the first line in chapter 2 is Under heaven all can see beauty only because there is ugliness. Now of course, beauty and ugliness is a point of view and perspective. But the point being is you cannot know something without being aware of its opposite. It gives it definition in order for there to be beauty we have to understand that there is a scale uh, in which beauty is on one side of the scale and ugliness is on the other side and there is many degrees of nuance in between and through our own perspe perspective and point of view we can decide where one thing lies but we cannot understand this world without uh, understanding the opposites. So, in the first chapter, we understand that everything comes from one source, one origin. And that source is undefinable. But within that source lies everything. In the manifestations of things, we need to define and it is about accepting the wide range of diversity in this world that you cannot expect nothing but beauty in your life. There will be ugliness and you will only be able to uh, recognize what the beauty is in your life by experiencing 
Oh, that was ugly. Because life is about experience. In our perceived experiences. Line two continues along this, these lines. It goes, all can know good only because there is evil. And once again it is through experience and point of view of what is good, what is evil. It is not the same to everyone. But is it is only through uh, people doing to us or us doing it to others uh, that others can know what good is or evil. One cannot expect only there to be evil for them to experience, nor can they expect only to have goodness in their life. There is both, and one must accept there is both. By recognizing and defining what is which, we can make choices, better choices, choose to make uh, decisions and life choices towards the good end of the scale and try to limit the evil in our hearts and minds but it will always exist. It needs to exist so that good can exist. Line three goes, being and non-being produce each other. So the first two lines are about knowing and experiencing opposites to understand and define what they are. Existing and non-existing is going back to the eternalness that they are part of a whole, that we are all part of a whole. And there is a cycle to it, there is birth, there is death. All lives, all things have beginnings and ends, they produce each other.
It is a natural cycle that one accepts it. We have a tendency to fear non-being. But many things are non-being. So, the ideas yet to come to pass These things already pre-exist. There is uh, a deeper world than we can see with the eye or understand in space-time. But you cannot be without there being non-being. Is it our eternal souls or the eternal Tao? There is existence before existence in this reality. But one does not know, need to know the complexities of what lies beyond our eyes and imaginations. But simply to know that what is here intangible can only be experienced through the knowledge that what is here one day cannot will be gone another day that all things will pass all things come and go have their beginnings and their ends they go through different states that is just the reality line four hard depends on easy. Which continues the same thoughts of experiencing the uh, different uh, ways and that life can test us in different ways we can perceive. You can say you cannot know the hardness of wood without knowing what softness is. You cannot know what is hard to accomplish without there being easy things to accomplish. So, taking into consideration these other things, beauty and good and existing and death and 
difficulties in one needs to keep perspective that when one is going through bad things experiencing evil or ugliness or difficulties one must keep in mind that there is also the opposite that we need to be patient and find a we can find beauty when we are experiencing ugliness that we can find good when we are experiencing evil we can try and find easy when we're experiencing difficulty it is perception and experience line 5 long and short reveal each other all things in life have their opposites and whether it's understanding one someone else's perspective so if you are a conservative it is only because we know what is liberal in perspective in that they make each other better in line 6 is high is determined by low so things get revealed and are determined by each other but they need each other they help each other low is not the same as high but it helps to understand what is high and if we have someone in our life we are having an argument over politics it helps to understand the difference one can learn about oneself by learning of the other seeing one another's perspective helps to us determine for ourselves where we lie on that scale and say yes I understand that that is also true but this is what is true for me and instead of in an argument trying to annihilate and eliminate the opposite the opposite will always exist and must exist one must accept what is opposite
line 7 music and voice harmonized with each other so this is once again about accepting that these things exist together and one can find harmony that you will only create dissatisfaction in trying to fight against the opposite all the time except its existence Line 8 Front and back follow one another So there are highs and lows in life There are extremes in most things in it is about riding the wave that when you that they follow one another you will perhaps for a time you will be experiencing many good things but it will not last forever it will eventually be followed by less good things to bad things and when you are experiencing a lot of lows or depressions or one must realize that it will not last but there will eventually be highs again it is following like waves in and out in and out and that we must ride it out ride the storms and wait for the calm Line 9 and 10 together are therefore the sages or masters or what have you. Acts without doing anything. And you say, how can one act without doing anything? It is about being in line with that ebb and flow about uh, getting past those desires and at attachments and letting things come and go naturally accepting the highs and the lows the goods and the bads the extremes of life the long and short of it and try to harmonize with oneself in the world and when one is in that um, 
state of getting rid of the clutter. One is in a state of mind. It is like um, a sportsman. When you are learning a sport, at first it is difficult. You have to practice and practice and practice and practice. And when Say, like football or soccer, you practice to achieve a technique. And at first, when you play, you're thinking about the technique, how to kick it, how to do things. You're thinking of two things at once. Your mind is cluttered with what is happening around you, what is happening around the ball. And it becomes difficult to uh, be a, a good player when you are constantly thinking of all these things. But over time, one develops a natural instinctual response from the body and the mind where one does not have to think one just does and you see this in the the good players they are not thinking they are just reacting to the circumstances in the moment it is instinctual they don't have to think about how to kick the ball, the ball just kicks itself. The foot goes to the ball without thought, in the direction that they desire, they just... It is like a martial artist when they fight. Over time, they do not think about punching or blocking or kicking or whatever. They've done it so many times it's just instinctual someone tries to punch them they just the mind and body know what to do immediately that is what we are talking about Intu in intuitiveness that a sage will act without having to do anything without having to give thought out of one does not just become a sage overnight. It is like anything. When one practices and practices, one will act with the Tao in, without having to think about it. Because all of your actions will be with the Tao. Line 11 goes in the sage, teaches without saying anything.
Once again, it is about being into the flow. One will just allow one's mind to say what instinctually comes to mind based on experience. Letting go of all of the clutter and focusing on what needs to be said in the moment. And not saying anything at all if it does not need to be said. Number 12. The myriad of things arise but are disregarded. Clearing all of the other clutter that keeps you from that natural flow with the Tao or the Force or God. That is the only way to get to that instinctual place and takes long practice and uh, hours and one cannot just simply skip ahead one needs to develop the mental muscle the physical muscles Line 13, a sage creates but does not possess. So it is allowing ideas to come in naturally, not trying to judge or claim or letting there be, instead of judging this is a good but this is beautiful, this is ugly, this is whatever. By simply getting oneself aligned with the natural way, the natural, the Tao, getting rid of those attachments and desires and obstacles will allow one to create naturally, but do not possess it. Let it come, let it go. You do not need credit. But one does not possess anything. It is all the Tao. And belongs to the Tao. Let it come, let it go. Allow yourself to be the tool. Create it naturally, instinctually. Let it come, but let it pass just as easily. 
Number 14? The sage ox but doesn't presume. Once again, you are not judging one way or another. You are experiencing in learning. For we cannot learn without difficulties. And it is through experience that we learn. So we act in that instinctual way without assumption, without judgment. One does not have to worry if it is good or bad because if you are aligned with the Tao, with God, the intention will be right. If you are cluttered with desires and selfishness and all the things that get in the way of the Tao, then it will not be in the right way, though it will only be a part of all the clutter. One must remove oneself and be one with the Tao. When one, one says, how can that, how can one be one with the Tao? Well, by learning and experiencing, developing good habits, seeking out meditations and these types of things. One will just find it occurs naturally when they are aligned. Getting rid of the anger when one is operating out of selfless emotions rather than those emotions that lead us down a different path, self-destructive paths. Line 15, the sage accomplishes without taking credit. One does not need to get the acclaim and rewards. One that is not eliminating the self. 
getting past one's wants and desires for to do something for credit sort of negates the act itself. One, like, one just does without expecting anything because you are in line with the Tao and that is the only reason to do it. Line 16 when no credit is taken which line uh, goes into line 17 accomplishment endures forever so when you are gone past the attachments and desires and the self meaning the selfish ox that you are separate from the Tao allowing yourself to be one with the Tao by eliminating these desires and attachments in a healthy way one will find that one accomplishes But it will be tainted if you see it as yourself acting. For you. It is through only the Tao or God or whatever you wish to call it, the source. Everything goes back to the source. In chapter 1, everything started from one place, one source. And when you are aligned with it, it will endure forever for the Tao. As we learn in the first chapter, is eternal. And being in line with the Tao, then those arcs as well are eternal. For you are doing what helps keep the natural flow of things flowing. It is like water coming down from the mountains and in the river out to the sea. It is naturally finding its course to the sea through rough waters, through calm waters, through all types of environments. It eventually will find its way to the sea. It does not try to claim or possess on its way, on its journey down to the sea. It just allows itself to be one with it, its surroundings. 
and finds its place in the sea, the eternal sea. Hopefully, even it is not an easy journey. Hopefully, you can find your place there as well, in that eternal sea. Allow yourself to be like water, pure, free from designs, allow yourself to be driven by intuition through practice, like any sport or anything to be learned, one must practice, practice and practice. And it becomes an instinct. I wish you well on that journey. And we will see you again. Good day.